Good evening, it is 5 p.m. and you're listening to Today in YGK on CFRC 101.9 FM. Brought to you by CFRC's News Collective, Christina Laurie, Diana Jansen, Erica Singh, Zayden Vergara, Katrina Johnston, and Mia Letnin. CFRC's news programming is also brought to you through the support of the local journalism initiative, Queen's University, What Will I Wear at 732 Princess Street, and the Screening Room at ScreeningRoomKingston.com. I'm CFRC's broadcast journalist, Christina Laurie, and here are your local news headlines. To start us off in a message from the City of Kingston, the 2024 Kingston Community Climate Action Fund project has been announced. Selected by Council as the focus of the Kingston Community Climate Action Fund, KCCAF, in 2024, All Our Relations Land Trust is set to lead a project aimed at curbing greenhouse gas emissions through the installation of solar panels and a new rainwater collection structure. Now entering its fourth year, the KCCAF raises awareness and support for community climate action projects. Mayor Patterson states, quote, It's been so great seeing incredible projects made a reality through the Kingston Community Climate Action Fund. This fund is a great example of working together to reduce greenhouse gas emissions, and with the support of the community and the generosity of the Kingston Community Credit Union, we can make another climate action project possible. This year's featured project, situated on a pasture on Highway 15 in Kingston, will provide essential power and water resources, supporting the Indigenous Food Sovereignty Garden, Medicine Gardens, Pollinator Garden, and Little Forests. All of these initiatives are carefully stewarded by all our Relations Land Trust, in collaboration with members of the Urban Indigenous Community, allies, and partner organizations, including Little Forests Kingston. Dr. Caitlin Patterson of All Our Relations Land Trust explains, quote, your support allows us to honor all our relations by restoring forests and habitats in urban spaces. The work begins with an understanding that the ecological web of life is also a web of kin. Land stewardship is done by all ages in many ways and with love, end quote. Julie Salterkian, manager of climate leadership at the city states, quote, the Climate Action Fund is rooted in collective climate action, bringing us all together to build a better future. This incredible project not only supports vital climate action, but also nurtures our connections to the land. Your support enables us to honor our connections through an actionable project that will lead to a more sustainable future. Thanks to the generous community support during the 2022-23 to fundraising year, more than $57,000 was raised to support Frontenac Club Daycare's Energy Retrofit Project and Sustainable Kingston's Electric Vehicle. These projects also received generous support from the James Raiden Auto Group, the official EV partner of KCCAF, and Tozer Heating and Air, the HVAC partner. How to Donate Donations to the fund are accepted at all KCCU branches with the KCCU committed to matching donations made through the bank up to $5,000. Donations are also being accepted online through Canada Health and the Kingston City Hall Payment Centre. 100% of all funds raised go directly to the Kingston charity. Tax receipts will be distributed for donations of $20 and over. A little bit more about All Our Relations Land Trust, whose fundraising goal is $27,179. In 2024, a licensed electrical contractor with a specialty in remote off-grid agricultural sites will install solar panels on a south-facing 300-square-foot shade structure roof and a 60-square-foot shed roof. The roofs also double as a 3,000-liter rainwater collection structure and will have the capacity to increase the volume of water storage. The panels will provide power for a solar-powered irrigation system that will draw from either stored rainwater or from an existing in-ground 100-foot well, recharging stations for electrical batteries, lighting and other outdoor electrical chargers and receptacles, and the system will be 100% grid connection ready. Learn more at cityofkingston.ca slash kccaf. The Kingston Frontenac Public Library has announced their programming for the holiday season. Brianne Peters, Librarian, Children's Services, states, There's no place like KFPL this December. We believe in the gift of knowledge and are thrilled to offer a generous dose of holiday magic for free. Join us this winter season and discover the library is where adventures begin. Friends are made and memories are created, end quote. Over the weekend, they hosted their first event, Pick a Pine Tree. But they still have plenty of events coming up. Their puppets will don their winter best on December 12th during a drop-in evening of puppetry and song at the Isabel Turner Ranch. Bring the family 
for puppet shows Bear Snore is on and Ask Mr. Polar Bear starting at 6.30pm. For young artists age 6 and up, visit the Pittsburgh branch on December 16th to create a winter watercolor scene. All painting materials are included, and remember to register for this artistic endeavor. Newborns and pre-walkers are included in the holiday fun. Register for Jingle Bell Babies on December 20th at the Calvin Park branch. Parents and caregivers are in for a festive treat with heartwarming stories, songs, and rhymes. The celebrations culminate on December 23rd with a drop-in festive family story time at the Isabel Turner and Calvin Park branches. The perfect opportunity for families to come together and enjoy heartwarming holiday tales. For more information about these December activities and all KFPL special events, be sure to visit calendar.kfpl.ca. The Kingston Chamber of Commerce has released their Kingston City Council report card for the third quarter of 2023. The report card is a document that was just launched this year and provides a summary of business-related decisions which come before council throughout each quarter. Each decision made by council is marked with one of three colors depending on its impact on Kingston's local businesses. Green marks positive outcomes, yellow marks potential concerns, and red marks negative outcomes. This most recent report card covers July, August, and September of 2023. Only five business-related motions came before council, in comparison to 13 in their second report. Of those motions, two were marked green, two were marked yellow, and one was marked red. The overall rating for the quarter was yellow. The one red decision was council voting in favor of spending $100,000 to study the idea of a vacant home tax. Explaining the red ranking, the report argues, quote, at a time when vacancy rates are at record lows in Kingston and where home ownership costs are increasing steadily due to higher interest, material costs, and labor costs, this does not seem like a wise use of resources and time which again could serve to simply penalize landlords who have a portfolio that includes vacant properties." End quote. Two major concerns pointed out in the summary of the report were items that were not discussed by council during the quarter. For the first issue, the report states, quote, one issue that continues to concern us, yet has seemingly not received significant attention at Council in recent months, is the family doctor shortage. It has been many months since there was an update on the proposed clinic at the former St. Mary's of the Lake Hospital, and it's unclear if plans are in the works should the Ontario Ministry of Health reject these plans." End quote. The second issue they wish to see discussed by Council in the coming months is the city's new patio bylaws set to be implemented in spring of 2024. Included in the proposed changes, the city will no longer allow wooden tables on patios, restrict the type of umbrellas restaurants can have on their patios, and require them to close by 11pm. The Chamber hopes to see large changes made to these bylaws before their implementation. After the next few months, the Chamber will release their final 2023 report and wrap up their first year of report cards. That's all for your headlines tonight, and be sure to tune in tomorrow at 5pm for more local news on Kingston Currents. Next up, I'm passing it to Zayden Vergara with your sports desk. Good evening everyone, my name is Zayn Vergara and tonight at 5.30 on the CFRC Sports Rundown we'll be doing a deep dive into the women's hockey team and their back-to-back -back home wins over the weekend against the Western Mustangs and Windsor Lancers. Also, Jordan Dax will be joining me live in studio to help provide an in-depth look at your Kingston Frontenacs and their games this past weekend. We also have a feature story written by Ian Donaldson all about your Gales men's basketball and an absolutely insane buzzer beater. You don't want to miss out. Stay tuned at 5.30 CFRC Sports Rundown. Now over to Erica Singh with your campus news updates. Hello, my name is Erica Singh and here are your campus news headlines for the week of December 4. 
In recent campus news, the university has made strides in addressing its financial challenges, successfully lowering the operating budget deficit from $62.8 million to $48 million. At the last Senate meeting of the year, discussions revolved around the impact of course eliminations and concerns regarding the university's reputation in times higher ranking following the statement sent to all students last week. During the Senate meeting, Provost Matthew Evans provided updates on Vader College's status, focusing on student transitions and safety assessments, while Principal Patrick Dean, attending an international conference, underscored the university's commitment to academic freedom. Senate also approved meeting dates and nominated Emily Mattis to the Senate Cyclical Program Review Committee. Financial challenges, including budgeted income and capital project prioritization, were addressed, with concerns raised about the university's positions in the Times Higher Education Ranking and its potential impact on the budget deficit. Provost Evans emphasized a commitment to meaningful change rather than chasing rankings. Next, in recent developments, Anne Clatchen residents, primarily graduate students and families, face uncertainty as the university plans to renovate and replace the housing complex with a higher density floor plan. The renovation news was shared at an SGPS council meeting on October 24th and later disclosed attendance on November 23rd and it includes new lease renewal limits, rent increases, and other changes. Notably, community housing intends to raise rent by an unspecified amount, exceeding the provincial annual guidelines starting 2024. Residents are represented by PSAC 901 and they expressed concerns over unclear communication from the university and questioned the unit-specific rent increases. The rent for Anne Clatchen residents is set to raise from $826 to $1,258 monthly, effective in February 2024. With construction still years away, PSOC advocates for clarity on its funding packages and questions the university's commitment to sustainable values amongst Kingston's housing crisis. Next, in a moving demonstration of solidarity, approximately 180 students and community members gathered in Grant Hall on November 29 for a vigil organized by the Queen's Chapter of Solidarity for Palestinian Human Rights, or SPHR. The event aimed to honor the lives lost in Palestine, but speakers invoking the term Shahid, which means martyr, to express mourning and solace for the innocent lost lives. A speaker urged attendees to emphasize with the pain and helplessness of being Palestinian, emphasizing the ongoing struggle. Prayers from the three Abrahamic religions were shared, emphasizing a collective hope for peace in Gaza. SBHR presented a slideshow featuring the names and stories of martyrs documented by We Are Not Numbers, a youth-led nonprofit Palestinian project dedicating to humanizing individuals beyond statistics. The speakers stressed the importance of breaking the silence and building a future where Palestine is synonymous with freedom and resilience. The vigil aimed to amplify the personal stories and aspirations often overshadowed in mainstream narratives, striving to portray Palestinians as individuals with love, care, and aspirations. This is Christina Laurie coming in with your CFRC weather report for Monday, December 4th. For tonight, we can expect cloudy skies with winds up to 15 kilometers per hour. We'll have a low of minus 3 and wind chill minus 7 overnight. 
Looking forward to tomorrow, Tuesday, December 5th. We can expect cloudy skies with a 30% chance of flurries. Winds will be up to 50 kilometers per hour and will have a high of zero. Wind chill minus seven in the morning. As for tomorrow night, we'll have cloudy periods with a low of minus nine. Be sure to check back in on CFRC 101.9 FM for your latest weather updates on our daily 8 a.m. news briefs and on all of our news programming Monday through Wednesday at 5 p.m. and Thursday at 11.30 a.m. Next up, I'm passing it to Kat with your CFRC traffic report. And now it's time for the weekly traffic report from December 1st through to December 7th. We are first going to be starting off with road closures in the Kingston area. Union Street from University to Division will be closed December 5th from 7am to 6pm for construction related activity for the Queen's John Dutch University Centre project. University Avenue from Union to Earl will be also closed until December 22nd for the removal of debris from demolition and concrete deliveries at the Queen's John Dutch University Centre project. And now we're going to be moving on to parking delays in the Kingston area. On Princess Street from Collins Bay to Bay Ridge, expect delays until December 8th for the construction of new sidewalks and traffic signals along Princess Street. Please note that one lane of traffic will be maintained in each direction at all times on Princess Street. On Queen Street from Montreal to Sydenham, expect an eastbound lane closure until April 1st, 2024. Detours will be in place for the duration of the lane closure. This was Kat bringing you the weekly traffic report from December 1st through to December 7th. I hope you all have a lovely week. And now it's time for the CFRC Community Concert and Events Calendar from December 6th to December 12th. If you have an event you'd like covered on our website or news programming, contact us via cfrc.ca today. Catch Christopher Jackson playing the Creekside Bar and Grill Wednesday, December 6th from 7 until 10 p.m. for free. The Open Stage Drag Show is Wednesday, December 6th, Kingston's only open stage drag show welcoming drag performers of all experiences to showcase their art and talent on the grad club stage. The show will begin at 8pm and last until 10.30pm and it's $5 to get in. Check out Bill Kirkin's Holiday Honky Tonk Show with special guests Suzanne Jarvie and Rocky Roberts Wednesday, December 6th at Hotel Wolf Island. It'll last from 7 p.m. until 10 p.m. and tickets are available now for $46. The Royal Jam is celebrating its 400th show with a gala Thursday, December 7th at Blue Martini. It's free to get in and it'll begin at 9 p.m. Don't miss Statesman of the Piano. Jazz, Race, and History in the Life of Lou Hooper, a book launch and panel discussion with samples of Hooper's music and some snacks provided this Thursday, December 7th at the Broom Factory. It'll last from 5 until 8 p.m. and it's free to get in. On Thursday, December 7th, band Clear Breeze will be playing some instrumental jazz groove at Hotel Wolf Island from 6 until 8 p.m. for free. Also Thursday, December 7th at the Isabel Bader Center for the Performing Arts, catch Tim Baker and Haley Hendricks presented by Flying V Productions from 8 until 11 p.m. Tickets are available now for around $50. And Tyler Forks will be playing a free show at the Tiernan Og Thursday, December 7th from 9 until midnight. 
Catch band Reconsider Baby from Belleville playing the Royal Tavern 2.0 on Friday, December 8th, beginning at 8 p.m. for free. You can also catch Tara Lightfoot, Juno-nominated musician from Hamilton, Ontario, playing Doghouse Studios in Napanee, Friday, December 8th, beginning at 7.30. Tickets are $25 in advance and $35 at the door. Catch Dennis Bowman, The Wild Roses, and Elliot C. Way playing some original country and rock and roll at Blue Martini on Friday, December 8th. Show begins at 10 p.m. with doors at 8, and tickets are $15 at the door. Check out A Tyler Shaw Christmas with Tyler playing your favorite Christmas classics presented by KCFF and KPP Concerts Saturday, December 9th at the Broom Factory. The show will be from 7.30 until 10 p.m. and it's $35 for general admission and $95 for the VIP package. Also, the Swinging Christmas Show presented by The Fats with Michael K. Myers and three other vocalists will be at the Club RCHA Saturday, December 9th from 8 p.m. until 11 p.m. for free. And celebrate the holidays with Miss Emily, a -a one-of-a-kind Christmas celebration with a whole band and special guests at the Isabel Bader Center for the Performing Arts at 7.30 p.m. on Saturday, December 9th. Tickets available now for $10 to $40. Rumpus, Canadian house music legend, comes to the mansion December 9th, featuring special guests Matt Almedia, Deep Frex, and Charles. The show will begin at 10 p.m. and tickets are available for $15 online or $20 at the door. Sunday, December 10th, Advent to Christmas, a candlelight service presented by St. James Church on 10 Union Street from 4.30 until 5.30 p.m. and admission by donation. And on December 12th, check out the Barra McNeils, an East Coast Christmas presented by Shantaro Productions at the Kingston Grand Theater. The show will begin at 7.30 p.m. and tickets are available now for $65. On December 6th, come and pet Oscar, our fluffy golden retriever, St. John's Ambulance Therapy Dog, and meet his handler, John. Drop in at any point during the hour. Oscar will be at Mitchell Hall every Wednesday at noon by the Student Wellness Services Office on the main floor. On December 7th, join us for the Queen's Health Sciences EDIIA General Assembly, a gathering of passionate minds and advocates dedicated to fostering a more inclusive and equitable environment across the Queen's Health Sciences. These presentations will showcase innovative and transformative initiatives that champion equity, diversity, and inclusion. It's an opportunity to learn about the groundbreaking projects and ideas that are shaping the future of EDIIA in healthcare and academia. This event will be located at Carruthers Hall from 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. You must RSVP for this event at queensu.ca. Also on December 7th is a healthy food box pickup. Get a fresh food box that contains all the fresh produce and key ingredients to prepare a quick, easy, and healthy recipe, which makes approximately four to six servings. Note, registration will only display one week in advance to the session date. Register for fresh food box at queensu.ca, located at Queens Health and Wellness Services in Mitchell Hall from 1 to 4 p.m. On December 8th is the Far From Home New to Canada Therapy Group. This group is for international students who are struggling with the difficult transition from a different country, culture, and traditions to Canada. They may be missing home and the support of family and friends and are finding it difficult to find community and a sense of belonging in Queens. In addition to overwhelm and loneliness, they also feel the extra pressure of having to succeed due to cultural and or family dynamics. Register at queensu.ca, located at the Student Health and Wellness Center in Mitchell Hall, from 1.30 to 3 p.m. 
On December 9th, get ready to experience the world-class drag entertainer Tainomi Banks, who is known for her full production performances that exude a powerful yet playful energy on stage. She's achieved many firsts in her career, including being the first drag entertainer to perform in Toronto's Dundas Square during the World Pride 2014, and the first to work with Hudson's Bay Company during Pride 2018. This event will be located at the Kingston Grand Theatre from 7.30 to 10.30 p.m. On December 10th is a solidarity swim. Are you a trans, non-binary, genderqueer, genderfluid, or any other non-cisgender person who wants a safer space to swim and also meet other students and a wider trans community members? Join us for solidarity swims at the ARC pool. You can even bring a cisgender friend or loved one. This event will be from 2.30 to 4 p.m. Register at queensu.ca. On December 12th, take your shot at $60,000 in funding. The Center for Entrepreneurship, Innovation, and Social Impact presents Upstart Venture Challenge, a pitch competition designed to accelerate success and give alumni and students the opportunity to deliver creative business plans to a panel of experienced judges. Event attendees, including potential angel investors, will also be given a chance to take an advanced look at up-and-coming Queen's entrepreneurial ventures. Register for this event at queensu.ca to join us online for an evening of exciting pitches as the top of eight teams battle it out in the virtual arena. This event will be virtually from 5 to 8 p.m. This was Kat bringing you the CFRC Community Concert and Events Calendar for December 6th through to December 12th. I hope you all have a lovely week. Thank you for tuning in to CFRC's local news programming. To revisit episodes of Today in YGK and hear more from some of our guests, be sure to head to our podcast network at podcast.cfrc.ca. Today in YGK is brought to you by the generous support of the Community Radio Fund of Canada, the local journalism initiative, Queen's University Career Services, What Will I Wear at 732 Princess Street, and the Screening Room at screeningroomkingston.com. Be sure to stay tuned for more CFRC programming coming up next. What Will I Wear offers the best in vintage, funky, one-of-a-kind treasures, clothing, accessories, and a fabulous selection of jewels, vintage and new. Find the cutest purse, the most dashing of hats and sunglasses, everything to complete your individual look. What Will I Wear has it all. They can dress you from top to bottom. Find your new fashion fave at What Will I Wear at 732 Princess Street in Kingston. Visit their new location and follow them on Facebook to keep up to date with what's in store at What Will I Wear.